Hi, Amber. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Why, thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where sometimes we don't record an episode when we think we're going to record an episode, but then we record it later. And sometimes we just, you know, skip weeks because that's just what happens. Okay, people, that's just sometimes what happens. Yeah. Yeah, Life is unexpected. Ever. It comes at you like pow. And sometimes when you zig, you zag, and then kafloomp. Yeah, I mean, I think you summed it up really nicely there, Amber. Kafloomp indeed. Keep your expectations low. If you've learned mm-hmm. anything from the hosts here at BMR, it's keep your expectations <laughs> low. And, and, you know, if you keep those expectations low, you will be delighted by the little things that um, are 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 just like come just above like that that like average line you know all of a sudden something peeks its head over like okay and you're like that's amazing yeah like imagine you've been in a dark lightless cold dank space yep maybe got your it. whole life maybe just for several Amber, hours got it yes i got yeah, it okay, yeah sorry I'm right okay, there okay, I'm, she's I'm she's right there. there okay cool yep. and mm-hmm. then like imagine just like just a little like half dead firefly suddenly yeah. makes its way into your cell. That motherfucker oh. is brighter than a supernova from your yeah. perspective. Yeah. I mean, you make a good point because like it ha- it would have to be that half dead lightning bug because if you saw the sun, you would it would be blinding. It would blind you. It would blind yeah. you. And then 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 you'd never see light again. Yeah. It's true. So here at BMR, yes. Let us be your half dead lightning bug in the darkness. <laughs> It's beautiful, Amber. It's beautiful. Let us... We're not going to guide you out of the dark. Oh, no. No, no, no. We're going to help you find a way to delight in it. Just get cozy. Just get Get cozy cozy in that dark. Get cozy. You don't have to wear clothes. It's dark. You know? Find the silver lining. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Find that smooth rock. You know, the one that, like, is not too jagged that you can just kind of curl up on. Oh, cuddle rock. Although, uh, Amber, saying all of that, like, this this movie is a little bit of a blinding sun. Oh, this <laughs> this is one of them, their movies, where we don't have to do too much work. Mm-hmm. That's why I saved it for last, Megan, as part yes. of the glorious Jet Li American Cinema Trilogy. Yep. This catastrophe, Amber, little, little baby, Mamber, little baby, Amber. What is in, happening? I don't know. You made up in your brain, Amber. Apparently when I was a child, we just added letters to my name haphazardly to denote my smallness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Incorrectly as, as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Amber, we got to it. We got to Kiss of the Dragon. I love this movie. And I'm happy to say I still feel comfortable loving this movie. Yeah, Absolutely. I was a little concerned, you know, that modern day Amber would be too mad at it mm-hmm. about some things. But, you know, nope. Nope. As it turns out, yeah, my rage at, at any one particular thing is, is not able to outweigh my delight at the majority okay. of everything else. Because it does, it does have, you know, it has sex workers in it. It has, you know, it, 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 it could go terribly wrong. You so know, terribly it, wrong, Megan. Yeah. So... So terribly, terribly wrong when the only female characters in your movie are all literally sex workers. Yes. That's good. Uh, the daughter wasn't. Yeah, but she's not a woman. She's a You're girl. Right. She's a, she's, she was a child. She's a small child. Although. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 So, Megan. Amber. 
Oh, that's right. I I'm doing a thing before you I do. I know. Your thing I was now. wondering. Oh, this if is you terrible. Would. Okay. Let's start with Metacritic. Okay. Kiss of the Dragon. Jet Li plays Lu Yuan, China's top government agent who arrives in Paris from Shanghai to carry out a sensitive, top secret mission. I mean, it's descriptive enough to whet your appetite. Tells you nothing about the actual movie. Yeah, no, that that's like the that's this that's the like first ten minutes of the movie. But yes, okay, okay, fine. You know, sure. it gives you an entrance. It gives you a sense of what might event. Yeah. Without spoiling anything, yeah, sure. Here's a door. You can tell the interior is not currently on fire. Mm-hmm. Right? That's that's what this is giving you. <laughs> not currently. IMDb. A betrayed intelligence officer enlists the aid of a prostitute to prove his innocence from a deadly conspiracy while returning a favor to her. Okay, so that one deals with the last ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> yes, it does. It, it, we've quite literally bookended the film. Uh, yep, great. One just kind of gives away everything. And also, so we've, we've included prostitute. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go ahead and Into that, our, yeah. our, our secret agent man thing. All right. And yeah. then, always my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Amazon, right? Amazon. Mm-hmm. HD. Jet Li takes... I don't know why the HD is there. It's just there, and I said it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen HD just be there in the description, but it is. Yep. HD. Okay, good. Jet Li takes on a city full of corrupt cops with the help of a good-hearted hooker in this high-intensity martial arts thriller. Oh, wow. Okay. Yup. Yikes. Why Yikes. do they never disappoint, Megan? <laughs> I mean, I, I do feel like that, the, what did it, high, what did it say? High-octane thriller? No, what did it say? High-intensity. 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 Like. Yeah, okay. It's the good-hearted hooker that really gets me. I like that we, yes. we go from no mention. Right. To prostitute. Right. To hooker. Just just go, really go for it. Yeah. And I feel like this kind of encapsulates a bit of the, the center of the movie in the way that the others didn't by saying he's right. taking on a full city. Right. Of corrupt cops. Yes. With a, oh, a sidekick. Yes, with a sidekick yeah. hooker. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like you, we already know everything about this movie, but Megan, I feel like you can kind of bring it all together for us. Yeah. Maybe find your own spin. Well, Amber, let me let me bring this all together by saying that this is actually a story about an evil custom agent oh, uh, who, who pulls the strings behind... How did I, how did I forget? <laughs> Clandestine going-ons. Wow. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't record the same day we watch the movie. I forget Megan's shenanigans. Yeah, that's that's on you, Amber. Sorry, Megan. I, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Please tell me about the corrupt customs agent. Oh yeah, uh, Jet Li meets him when he first comes into the uh, to the uh, country. Comes into France, and um, this this actor looks so evil. He he's he's just got to be behind everything. He's, and everything in this movie is so clandestine that like. It had to be set up from as soon as he got into the country, Amber. That's the only thing that explains all of it. Okay, so the customs agent, who we mm-hmm. never see again. Nope. Nor has been any in any other movies ever again. Yes, Amber. Sure. He was he was behind everything. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind when I tell this story, okay? Sure, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. So we've heard that Jet Li is a Chinese intelligence officer who is sent to Paris to... I guess arrest a Chinese mob boss in 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 like coalition with the Paris officers. I don't know, something like that. It's, and yeah, it doesn't matter. Like what what you learn is matter. that the, the, it doesn't matter. 
<laughs> we don't care. No. <laughs> No. It is It is a reason for him to be framed. It's a reason for him to be there and be framed, right? So so uh, essentially, um, Checky Cario plays this very yelly, corrupt Paris police inspector who then um, uh, uh, kills Mr. Big. He first tries to kill Mr. Big is the, the, the mobster. Um, he, he tries to have two uh, sex workers kill him, but then... Um, he comes in and kills him himself. Is that true? He, well, he put the he, you know, he put them I up think, to it. I think the joyous sex worker that you love and we'll talk about oh, does. She's so good. She's pretty much done the job. Yeah, but he finishes him off right because Jet Li comes in and tries to save Mister Big, and then yeah, yep. Jackie Curio has to come in and finish the job. But it seems like that might have been the plan the whole time. Yeah. As yep. he uses Jet Li's smuggled gun. Yes. To finish the man off. Mm-hmm. Ooh, intrigue on intrigue. Intrigue, yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and the rest of the movie is Jet Li uh, trying to clear his name. He uh, ends up finding the sex worker who was uh, uh, not killed in the room, kind of finding out about her story. We find out that Jackie Cario brought her from. Oh, we'll talk small, about this. Oh boy, it's amazing! Whole wonderful backstory. Um, he has her kids, so that's why she has to keep working for him. And then uh, uh, Jet Li tries to uh, or has to um, save her daughter before she will help clear his name, and it's it's just beautiful, Amber. It's an excuse for amazing martial arts set pieces that are filmed yes. adequately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, honestly, mm-hmm. freaking frankly, okay, the dialogue is ridiculous, yes. But the acting, to my mind, pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty good. There yeah, are absolutely. some lovely moments that are well acted right. by Mr. Lee. Yeah, and, and I should say Bridget Fonda plays the sex worker that he works with. So, you know, she's... I believe it's um the good-hearted hooker, according to... Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> okay, Amazon. She's a yeah. good-hearted hooker. She's got mm-hmm. a good heart, Megan. She's, she's dumb a- as a fucking post, but she's got a good heart. <laughs> she does say that at some point. She's like, I might be stupid, but I'm not that stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Secret agent man framed, got to clear yep. his name, run around Paris, city mm-hmm. of corrupt cops. Yep. I, I don't think there's a single good cop in the bunch. Or maybe Chucky Cario no. is just so charismatic that they all... How... I mean, that must be part of... I mean, like, how could you not fall in love with that yelling man, Ember? He's passionate, Megan. He's so passionate about justice and pimping. <laughs> yeah, pimping and... and, and uh, drugs, just, I guess, maybe? Drugs and also being very, very, um, you know, cat and mouse clandestine stuff. And then like, it's oh, just... So it's got to, anyway. Amber, what do the critics have to say about this movie? You know, they weren't, there were a lot of positive reviews, actually. There was a 100% review from the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you, Bob Graham. It's a bit much, sir, but thank you. Uh, But the the critical consensus is 58. The user score, 82. Oh, yeah, that's what it should be. Uh, the tomato meter is at 52 for the critics and 68 for the audience. What are you... What low. I, too low. Too low, audience. Mm-hmm. Why are you even watching this movie if you're not going to love it? Yeah. 
I mean, this is not a movie that people are just like, oh, wow, this is one for everybody. We're all going to love this. Let's all go, oh, what is this? Kicking? Punching? Oh, my goodness. Not on my watch, good sir. <laughs> These fisticuffs simply will not do. At least be a proper pugilist. Have at thee. Fight with your words, Amber, not with your fists. Come on. Let's have a good poetry off. Pish posh. Poetry off. Let's play a game of billiards and something else. We can we can wreck ball away these feelings. <laughs> uh yeah. But we'll keep the hookers. Oh well, so long as they're good hearted, Amber. As so long as they're good hearted. And oh mm-hmm. gosh, I hope they're plucky. Are they plucky? Oh, they're they're plucky as hell. Wow. So mm-hmm. In general. And yes. so this movie followed Romeo Must Die, which yes. is the, the second one that we have covered. And they listened to mm-hmm. what the they fans did. said. Yes. Um, this, the script was actually, the this is based on a story by Jet Li, which was then developed into a screenplay by the problematic and inconsistent Luc Besson. Mm-hmm. Um, and then directed by someone else entirely, Chris Nahan, who I think at the time was mostly known for commercials and music videos. Okay. Everybody starts somewhere. They basically heard don't use wires so much, and they didn't. And they filmed the action scenes better. Not amazingly. I feel like there was still a bit too much chop and screwing to really fight the action very well. Fight the action. Film the fight action very mm-hmm. well. But it's 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 still there, and it's still cool, yes. and it's still great. And, and there's so much less unrealistic use of CGI and nonsense, and the critics definitely gave it props for that. Right. Most right. of the uh, upset amongst them was the script and the plot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But, but it's not terrible. It's, it's not terrible. If, it's, if you get, if you, if you, if you immerse yourself in it, Amber, and you can, and you can take delight in Checky Cario's oh yelling, then like... Yeah, and the, the the ridiculous clandestineness of go to this place now, go to this place now, go to this place now. Couldn't I have just couldn't I just gone here? Couldn't you just have the person at the front tell me to go here? Since clearly everybody in this place is working for you and somehow undercover. Right. Yeah, that felt like it had to be a joke. It seemed it seemed like a joke, but it's also not one that we were like made privy to. And and yeah. later on, we decided it, we'll again we'll we'll get there. But yeah. they. Fine, if you want to poke at it for that. Although I'd kind of say, where are you when you're giving the Fast and Furious movies fucking 60 and 70%? If you have a problem with fucking dialogue and plot holes, then what are you doing there? I guess you're giving it all of those numbers for the spectacle. And I'm sorry, this movie's got spectacle in a spades. Yes, it does. And then things I hated the most were... Like jabs at Lee's performance that he's flat, yeah. he's colorless, and stiff as a panel of sheetrock, according to Cody Clark wow. of Mr. Showbiz. Okay, someone needs to calm the heck down. To be fair, they also went after Cario, who said they said that every syllable is an overdrive. True, but is that a bad thing? And that Fonda seems trapped in the midst of a failed screen test for Pretty Woman too. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's thrilling, it's lively, but dumb. Mm-hmm. One mentions sexism. I don't disagree. Yes. Yeah. 
Thank you for mentioning it. That, I'm just saying, thank you yes, for mentioning no, it. Thank you for, for one person mentioning it. Thank yes. you, Lisa Alspector of Reader, for mentioning yeah. it. Yeah, for, for yes, absolutely. If you want to give it a 50 because of the dumb sexist bullshit, cool. Thank you. But if you're going to give it a freaking 20 because you don't like Jet Li's acting, which, again, was freaking great, while he was also being an amazing martial arts master. So, hmm what one poll quote is um jetly film is not for kids oh you think you think this r-rated film is not for kids strange thank <laughs> you for that information um wow yeah mm -hmm. but th again lots and lots of positive reviews including a.o scott gave it a positive he gave it 70 okay a.o scott okay yeah interesting but then he he well, he said that Mr. Lee will count a kiss of dragon smelling like a rose. The combat couldn't be better. But next time around, he should leave the script to more capable hands. Mm. So, of course, he still insulted Jet Li for the story. Mm-hmm. It was God. Again, I just, I, even when he gets it right, he gets it wrong. You know, mm -hmm. is the story great? No. But does it showcase amazing things? Yes gonna take digs at people and frankly does he know how much of this is Le jet lee versus luke besson because besson did the screenplay okay yes yeah but and he's there not are, there are clear clear <sighs> oh there's there's besson's dirty digits all it's are like all up in this yeah mm -hmm. oh yeah thank you so it's, it's, it's really difficult to, to parse like how much is pulled from jet lee and how much is luke besson doing his Thing. Every woman is an object slash sex worker. You know what? Why don't why don't we actually just make that literally true this time? Yeah. Why don't yeah. why don't we take off the trappings? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's it's just I, I don't know I don't know why it's interesting to me that A.O. Scott would mention Jet Li as the one who wrote the story but not the screenplay but not mention Besson who actually did is a very dialogue. experienced writer. Yeah. Did the actual screenplay and the treatment. But somehow we're, we're calling out Lee. Is it because, well, he's an actor. He's not a writer. So he's stupid. And he made a stupid movie. You can go straight to hell, Ayo Scott. <laughs> yes, it's true. And he was, hey, ultimately, a lot of the reviews were very positive. Yes. Yes. Even though the score does not, like the aggregate doesn't really, I feel like, reflect the actual fun of this movie very well. Mm -hmm. And only one person noted the sexism. Yeah. Thank you, white men. For being cool with all the characters being sex workers. Right. And Bridget Fonda's backstory being pure nonsense. Pure nonsense and tragic, tragic nonsense. But also hilarious. I mean, it's bad, but it's funny. Okay. Megan, this movie opens in the most cliched way possible. Yes. With... The... Rabbits eating a dead rabbit. Oh, God. That's right. I'd for... How did I forget that? Because it has nothing yeah. to do with anything, and yet it's the first thing you see. Yeah, it's a close-up of, of cute little bunnies, and then there's a dead one, and then this other one's licking blood off its paws. It's, uh, and then it's done, and then there's literally, yes, you, I mean, you said that, nothing. It's, it has nothing to do with any more of the movie. And then we cut to, I believe, the plane with uh, uh, Jet Li coming in. Mm-hmm, and, um... Meeting, apparently, according to Megan, the mastermind of this whole movie. Yes, this customs agent, Amber. He gives Jet Li such a look. Such a look. It's just called being French, Megan. 
Really, the opening is just to show us that Jet Li has swagger for motherfucking days. Yeah, he's he's wearing this black suit with a black, like, collarless shirt underneath it. It's it's very becoming. Mm-hmm. Just picking up his luggage, walking to the place, taking a cab ride, jamming out to some, some reggae music. <laughs> yep. With a friendly cabbie. Meeting yeah. his sleeper contact on a street just filled with sex workers. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that won't come up later. And then get into the hotel for his clandestine meeting. Just just chill as hell. We have he is James Bond. Yeah. But better. Yes. Oh my god. I'd watch that. I'd watch the hell out of that. He's got a secret gun in his, his luggage mm-hmm. that's smoking for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Comes out of a little compartment. With, like is dry it, ice in it. I don't know. If you make metal really cold, just mm. do metal detectors not see, see it? it? Yeah, I mean that must is that be a it, thing? Right? Maybe that's a thing, Megan. Maybe, maybe I'm not yeah. a secret agent. And then we have the first indication of this is a ridiculous movie because Jetley yes. gets to the hotel, mm-hmm. goes to the front desk. Yes, he says, "I'm looking for a letter from Mr. Smith." And the dude yeah. eyeballs him. He's like, "Mr. Smith? Mm-hmm. Yeah, racist." Oh, oh, let me, oh, look, I, I have something for a Mr. Smith here. And he hands him an envelope, and the envelope has a piece of paper in it. And even the piece of paper says, bar. Detailed instructions. Bar. So he, he heads to the bar, but oh, 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 the concierge puts a, puts a hand to his ear. It's like, he's arrived. Oh, oh, so you, so you knew, and why did you question him? Why did you get all uppity when he said there was a note? So this is, that was all part of your character. Well, my character would my have character, been confused. Yes, my, I I'm knew. Playing. Yes. Uh-huh. I was I, expecting a man from China, but mm-hmm. my character wouldn't have known. Yeah. I, when I rolled my character, my character has a low intelligence and I'm just playing him the way he'd be. So he goes to the bar. Yes. What happens? He gets a water. Mm-hmm. Does he get sparkling or flat, Megan? Uh, flat, Amber. Makes sense. Don't want the bubbles to distract you. Right. Oh, and then a boisterous pilot sits next to him and oh, proceeds so to, to get say. drunk before getting off. And he's, he's, oh, he likes Chinese food. And they have a lovely conversation. It's very one-sided. And he's just talking at him, talking at him, talking at him. And then he's like, the bathroom. Oh, oh so okay. this, is part, this is part of it. He was the guy who was going to meet at the bar. All right. So All he's right. Just, he had. So I guess he was also deep into character mm-hmm. as a drunk pilot right. who likes Chinese food and admires the use of chopsticks. Right. Okay. And um, this guy, this guy rolled a, a really high, um, like charisma, but um, but you know when you're picking your D and D character, they can have flaws, and his flaw was um, uh, gets drunk all the time. You were you were really in the RP level of this. I w- I was thinking more in terms of just like actors, like actual mm. actors playing, or like cops being given acting roles and just yeah. going a little bit too method for it. But you've you've gone gone Dungeons and Dragons, which is which is interesting in this this scenario. So you think they rolled their characters mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. stats yep. when going and undercover. To, and you have to play a member. In this police sting. You know, it's the way to make these kind of things uh, really interesting. Because if you play the same guy all the time, what's the fun in that? I'm so confused by your reasoning right now. Anywho, we all? Mm-hmm. he goes to the bathroom. Literally every person in that bathroom is also a part of this. <laughs> yes, they are. There's a man smoking in there. There are two guys in stalls that come out having just peed the second Jet Li comes. Well, I guess maybe they didn't pee because they went in stalls and there are urinals. Or maybe they're just shy. I don't know. But they're they're all ready for him. They do once over. 
They take his passport. They take his gun. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Then they bring him up. Or not even up. They bring no, him to the they kitchen. Bring him to the kitchen, Ember. They bring him to the kitchen. So we're now at a fourth location. Yes. If you consider the concierge desk, the bar, the bathroom, we're now in the kitchen. Yes. Filled with people. Filled, filled with people. With work, you know, cooks and chefs and workers and waiters. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we hear this sound and oh, man, it really sounds like fists thudding into flesh. And, and oh, it is. It is. It is uh, Checky Cario. Yep. Checky you know, Cario. Wide open kitchen. Not behind a door. Yep. Inspector Richard beating the shit out of some random guy. So, okay. Uh, Jelly takes it in stride. Gently takes it in stride, and then uh, Checky Cario is finished beating this man into a bloody pulp. He hands him off to the twins. Yes. Um, one is this very tall blonde man. I do not know the actor's name. I think it's... Oh, they're Didier Azoulay. Yes. And the other... So he holds up this man. He's a very large man, and he holds up the person Checky Cario has been beating up. Oh, Inspector Richard, you violent bastard. And then the other twin, Cyril Raphael, who... Mm-hmm. If you remember, Megan was in District B-13. Yes. I think murders him with a kick to the head. It does seem like that. So the big twin holds the guy up, and then the little twin kicks him in the head and snaps his neck. Yeah, that's what it does seem like. And this is our introduction to Inspector Richard, Jetley's contact on the Parisian Parisian police force. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. It's, It's so, like, it's... It's so much to get to that point um, that the only way that I can view it as it, it is some sort of really good joke. For the me, o- it doesn't mm-hmm. become a joke until we get to the next part. Yes. Because okay. I guess this is just how it's done. It's very clandestine. That we there, Maybe people are watching and we have to keep it secret. Mm-hmm. Because then it moves into like peaceful surveillance. Jetley's quietly in a lobby with an earpiece. Chucky Cario is in some command center on a different floor. We're watching Mr. Big. And then, oh, oh, who are these? Two, two, two y- lovely young women are walking up. Oh, oh, I guess they're sex workers. Oh, here is their pimp. Oh, he, they want to take him up to heaven for sex times. And he's really into it. So he's like, I'm going up to the room. They're like, oh, but the meeting. He's like, fuck the meeting. I um, want sex. Mm-hmm. Very horny right now needs to happen. Uh, yep. And 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 Jelly's like, oh, this isn't gonna. He has to meet his contact, or this isn't gonna work. I don't know what this is. They're trying to catch him doing something. I guess I don't know. And then Checky Carey's like, hey, it's just, just happening. He was gonna. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll still work out. So we're surveilling the room. Guy's getting hornier. Kicks his guys out. It's time to have sex with these two women. And it's going pretty well. You know. One of them's pretty joyful. One of them's pretty pretty tentative. You know, right? Bridget Fonda very tentative. The joyful one, not Bridget Fonda. Um, I think it's Lauren. It's probably Lawrence Ashley. Probably because Lawrence Ashley because that's literally the, the only other women woman yeah. in the cast. Yeah, yeah. She is just a delight. She is taking so much fun in her job. She's having and so much fun. She's she's so Bridget Fonda is obviously nervous here and and like n- not into it and 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 f- ends up feeling kind of sick and um like just the 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 Asia's just like having fun and like offers Bridget Fonda some some drugs and like the drugs just come out in a pill that she flips out of her like 
mouth that's on her tongue and then you know oh you don't want any okay more for me and she puts the drugs down on the table and like robes her face in it while she's sniffing it yep oh boy meanwhile mr cal shake that ass is playing in the background she she picked that music she was like oh this is this is gonna get it going this is gonna get it going and she is shaking as she's 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 doing her her drug like i don't know not even really doing the drugs just kind of wiping her face in it she's also shaking that ass shaking that ass yeah what she lacks in skill Mm -hmm. she certainly makes up for in just pure energy and joie de vivre raw enthusiasm raw enthusiasm yeah she's great well she gets him on his back and she asks him does he want to go to heaven Mm -hmm. and he does he does want to go to heaven so she murders him. She pulls out some blades from her hair that were yes. masquerading as hair sticks and stabs the yeah. shit out of him. Just, yeah. just stabs the shit out of him. To be fair, she is high, um, but it also seemed like part of the plan. Right. Gently runs to save e- him. Even this, she seems to take joy in. Yeah, she's still having a good time. Yeah, she's still having a good time. Gently runs in to save him. He, uh, the, the one thing that Richard's men did not take off of him was a, he had a wristband Right. Of tiny needles around his wrist. Right. And he pulls out one of those and sticks it in Mr. Bake's neck. And it, it seems to calm his pain. Mm-hmm. He also, he also uh, wrestles Asia to the floor and just puts one pin in her wrist, which seems to just hold her down. Paralyze her. Yes. Yeah, paralyze her. Megan, acupuncture is so powerful. It's so powerful, Ember. So powerful. <laughs> Ancient Eastern magic with yeah. needles. I, yeah. I think this is how it works. How could it not be? All right. So Jetley's going to salvage this. He's going to save the guy. Is, is the, We're going to send the sex worker to jail. And oh, no. But Inspector Richard shows up and shoots the sex worker, shoots Mr. Big with Jetley's gun. Yeah. Thank goodness. You know, this would be bad because they've been surveilling the room. But Richard did tell them to turn the surveillance tapes off before he went and did this. Right. And they almost turn all of them off. Except for the one that captures the perfect angle on what Chucky Cario just did. Yep. Oh, dear. Well, okay. Thankfully, Mm -hmm. all of this nonsense is leading up to this. Jet Li, he got to get out of there. He gets Mm -hmm. out of there. Richard starts shooting shit. Jet Li, jumping off of balconies, climbing up of balconies, jumping off of balconies, climbing into places. All for what? So he can confuse them, get back up to the surveillance floor, get the tape. Gets the tape. And destroys all the other tapes, just in case it seems like it made him do something. Then, oh my gosh, more guys come. He's got to fight the guys. Winds up in the laundry room. Hides in a laundry chute. And then the laundry chute's on fire. And then there's a grenade, Megan. (laughs) Yes. And then there's a laundry room fight in like Mm -hmm. the big laundry room. And he's using found objects to just beat the ever-loving shit out of people. And being so smooth about it. Just not even really seeming to break a sweat as he takes out all of these guys, winds up back in the lobby. Okay. Mm -hmm. Back in the clandestine lobby of clandestine things. Obviously. We're going to have to keep this quiet. It's not like we can just, I don't know, go after him. Oh, no. He, um, the pilot from the bar just pulled out two nickel-plated micro Just. Oh, and he's just shooting up the lobby. everything. Oh, uh, what? We are no longer pretending this is quiet. We are. But but the, the note to the bar and then the pilot bar to the bathroom and then the bathroom uh-huh. to the what is what if you could just do the, oh i see so chicky carey was just fucking with Jet Li. he was just had to be fucking with him because this is the only is, thing that makes sense this is not clandestine in the least no 
your secret undercover pilot man is just shooting everybody with two micro-Uzis. Yeah. Nickel-plated, which apparently he had in his, on his person. It's, wow. Oh, boy. It's Gently it's ridiculous. not having his gun, of course, mm-hmm. kicks a pool ball into oh, yes. the air. Uh-huh, yep. And then kicks it into the forehead of the pilot with the micro-Uzis and murders him. Yeah. Yeah, Liz, a big old dent. It's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. He escapes by, like, hanging onto the bottom of a car, goes back to his safe house. What's he going to do? And then the movie really takes off. Yes. But it's not really about anything anymore. It's it's He's right. been framed. He needs to kind of be unframed. And we're assuming Checky Cario was the contact that Mr. Big was going to meet? Yes, I guess. And th- th- and this exactly exact thing was going to be my question for you, Amber. Mm-hmm. But, was that like, why did Jackie Curio want this guy dead and not just arrested? Like, I assume it's because he had, Jackie Curio had like dealings with him and he didn't that want. That would be my assumption. Mr. Big to like rat him out. That'd be my guess, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's all like I got. You could, you could point the finger at the corrupt cop. Right, especially if the Jet Li was supposed to take him back to China and then Jackie Carrier wouldn't have any influence anymore and then... Exactly. Know, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Right. So then, yeah. So then you frame the guy who comes from China mm-hmm. and say that he was the contact or some such nonsense. So that doesn't work out super well because once, like, the ambassador shows up and Jackie Carrier's like, well, so you're, your motherfucker came and he just went ape shit, and the ambassador's like... That's confusing because um, he's got no wife, no family. He's dedicated to his job. He's been decorated like 18 billion times. He's literally mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, he's perfect in every way. I mean, he's fucking gently look at him. He didn't He didn't do shit. He's perfect in every way. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> Inspector Richard, this response to, you framed the wrong guy, dumbass. Now what? Mm-hmm. You know, well, sometimes the best are always the worst. It's really sad. Yep. Oh, sorry. Not always. Are also the worst. It's are really sad. Worst. Yeah. Um. I do enjoy this. <laughs> Jackie Cario like runs through kind of all the evidence like super duper quickly with these um ambassadors, and just is like terribly rail. You know, just trying to railroad them. Like, and it's the if you just were on the surface, he presented a lot of like you know pretty good evidence that that yeah. Lee had done the yeah, wrong here's, thing here's the um, here's the gun chinese military issue yep okay it has his fingerprints on it yeah. we've already mm-hmm. tested it and yeah and here's the we we don't have any tapes but here are pictures of him mm-hmm. entering the lobby doing this thing we have i don't know what he went crazy i yeah. mean maybe you can shed some light on why this guy went crazy and they're like yeah he fucking didn't i mean if he did it's really confusing mm-hmm. after Lee escapes and he's during the escape Mm-hmm. Inspector Richard has thrown one of his own guys down a laundry chute. Yes. Tossed a grenade into the same laundry chute, only to have it tossed back out again and wind up in the sleeve of one of his other guys. Mm-hmm. Rather than helping that guy, he shoves him bodily into the laundry chute so that he explodes in a safer environment for Richard. Right. Also, he told somebody else to go down the laundry chute before he tossed the first guy down, and he right. said no. He just shot that guy in the head. He just shot that guy. Yeah, you don't say no to Jackie Cario. He's been shooting guns just willy-nilly all over the place. And when Jet Li escapes, the guy 
The guy who comes down and tells him, I'm so sorry, boss, he got the tape, I didn't actually manage to shut them all off. Chicky Karyu just screams in a high-pitched voice, Vlack! And headbutts him. <laughs> yeah. He's so yelly. He's Oh, man, he's great. So he's just he's, unhinged. He's, uh, that's ex- the exact word I was going to use, Amber. He is unfucking hinged in this. Like, it's it's great. It's it's really fun to watch. Like, you know how I like my bad guys, you know, interesting. And like, sometimes it's fun for them to be like understated and creepy. Mm-hmm. But this one is just... It's he's over the top and he yells at everybody. He yes. kills like every other person he works with. Like it's great. It's 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 great. Yeah. No, he he leads with fear and a little bit of a little charisma, but it it makes it extra funny for him to be in this scene with the diplomats and like his higher up. His higher up who's like, "Ooh, we have our best man on it and in waltzes mm-hmm. Richard." Right. And then he's super, super calm and professional. Mm-hmm. Like, well, here's this, here's this, here's this. When, of course, the very first thing we see him do is beating some random guy and then letting his henchmen murder him. Right. And then we see this nonsense happen at the hotel. And like, well, I am very professional. Your guy went crazy. Right. I don't know what happened. Yeah. And, and and as you say that, Amber, I'm, I'm also thinking to, like, you're completely right. Like, he's got a couple different settings because he is also able to bring it to like these super duper creepy levels when he's talking to um, mm-hmm. Bridget Fonda as well. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, that is the, the fact that sometimes you are just yelling at everybody. And sometimes you seem like you're a nice guy and, and just talking in this calm, like that makes it so much worse, so much worse. It's so unhinged from the get-go. Like yes. we're, we're oh, making yeah. our bad guys a very bad. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're just cesspool humans. Uh, other than Chucky Cario, there's his henchmen, and then there are two pimps. I think mm-hmm. there's the one who introduces Bridget Fonda and the joyous sex worker to Mister Big. Um, and he, he at one point forcibly injects Bridget Fonda with heroin and then oh, drops God. her on the street and then yep. calls all the women on that street fucking animals and also kills a lovely man later. And then the other one is just beating her. Mm-hmm. Just be, just beating her. Yep. They, everybody in this movie is basically designed to either be the person you root for or someone you're looking forward to dying. Right. Yeah. They make it. Very clear who is the bad guys. Indeed. Oh, boy. Megan. Yes, Amber. What is a secret agent to do? Mm-hmm. When your target is dead? Yeah. And you're framed for his murder? Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you do? Um, do you go hang out with your uncle some more? He's not really his uncle, though. No, he's not really. He's like his handler. He makes very nice shrimp chips. He does make very nice shrimp chips. Blue ones, he's, the pink ones. He's got a lot of wisdom to offer. Yeah. Um, Bert Kwok plays uh, Uncle Ty, as they call him. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's very nice. Yeah. There's more clandestining. Oh, Because yeah, there's well, a... But... Just because... Uh, well, he, it's, a, it's a necklace, right? Jet Li has like a necklace. Oh, that's right. Oh, I've forgotten about this part. Yes. And when he yeah, breaks yeah, yeah. open the necklace, there's mm-hmm. a thing that leads him to some lockers at like... Yep. A transit station. Right. And then he opens the locker, and in the locker is a phone, but also another code to another locker. (laughs) Yep. And that one's filled with guns and shit. (laughs) Has, has like, 
unlimited guns in it. Which so. uh, is unfortunate because there's like two cops leaning mm-hmm. against it when it pops open. Right. Wait, you that's terrible. That's, that's it's terrible that like okay, the where you where you type in the code is yeah. not where the locker opens. Right. Yeah. So, so if you don't know which locker is going to open, you don't know whether or not to have not people standing near it when it opens. This is terrible yeah. clandestining. Yep. Yeah, it really is. And to have like all the guns, like the guns, I I even want to say were like on the door, like they were just like, they were so there. Like it was there beautifully wasn't even, displayed. There was nothing like, clandestine about that look. There, was, like, fucking there should be like a piece of paper in front of them at least or something. Who just they open should the- be in a bag. They should, who put the guns in there in the first place? Who accomplished that? quietly yeah they're displayed they're like they, they're they hung they're they, they've got like they must have like little you know nails and 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 holders and things to be displayed they refurbished that locker for secret agent stashing oh boy they did they did a great job well and then also think about it like if you're gonna get those guns like you can't just like if like you said they should be in a bag so you could just grab them and go like you'd have to like take each one off it's like a little display holder and yes, put it in would. a bag it should be a nondescript briefcase brimming it's, with weapons why is it a fucking locker where they're just fucking out it's great it's fantastic and of course there's two police officers who are right there there should have been just like a magical tone that played when it opens like <laughs> here secret agent here are your guns <laughs> yep exactly. therefore killing secretly <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah, that's the only thing that would have made it even more obvious. It's too bad because he can't get... He gets the phone, but he can't get his guns and I assume Mm -hmm. money and and passports and shit. He does manage to very quickly and quietly take out the two Port Authority guys with with the the magic acupuncture needles. Like, he Mm -hmm. gets needles in their neck, like, gets them up... Like, leans them up against the lockers to make it seem, like, natural. Right. But two but. other cops unfortunately see him do that, so he still has to run. Yeah. See, it's, it's almost unfortunate. Like, it's oh shit, he pulled. Yeah. Oh, he didn't pull it off. He didn't. He didn't show me that it, then. Just, yeah. I also my question here: Why not just have it be the phone? Yeah, it's a very good. He didn't need guns. And story wise, I mm-hmm. ask, why not just have it be the phone? What was the point? I guess that that, that scene was just for funniness. It was pretty great. I mean, it, it was it was funny. It was just mm-hmm. in, in terms of necessity. He the ambassador yeah. co- contacts him using the phone, that phone. Yep, that's all he really needed. Yeah, yeah. So so then Amber, we run into um, a problem of too little clandestine operations. Oh, nabbit! You, you hate to see Megan. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have been complaining. We have. About the the ridiculous clandestine machinations, but gosh darn it, Chen. Yeah, the the ambassador um wants to meet with Jet Li, and he just he just meets them near a boat, and they go on the boat, and, and Jet Li even knows it. He knows it. He yeah, like, that's no good. He he yeah. he looks on the boat and he looks around, and like <laughs> we we see like snipers and I don't know a gazillion you know, police officers watching him do this, but he knows he shouldn't do this and he does it anyway. Ugh. I mean, it's, how are you going to, how are you going to ask somebody to meet you at a location and then have that be the location you meet? What? Yeah. 
Gotta, there needs to be a third or fourth location here. Least. Otherwise, anyone can follow you there and you will get shot in the and back. You won't know it. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. It's, he, like, clandestinely hands him a ticket for the boat he asked him to meet him at. Where is your spy craft, sir? Oh, come on. Where's your spy craft? Mm-hmm. They have a, they have a, they're sitting at a table in front of everybody on, like, a tourist boat. And, and I do wonder, I, I, I think in some ways they didn't expect them just to murder. <laughs> like, just, like, you're on a tour, sure. tourist boat. You didn't sure. expect them just to fucking murder everybody. Just a straight murder. They shoot, they shoot the Chinese official in the back. Yes. After Jet Li has secretly slid the tape proving his innocence to him. Again, I don't know why secretly doing that. It, if you think you're being watched, you're already fucked because there's a manhunt right. out for Jet Li. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter because the whole point is to watch Jet Li have a fight with a bunch of cops on a boat. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's great. It's great. And then all of a sudden there's more like pouring in from like helicopters the, the sky? and the roof. Yeah, they, they, they come from the sky. Do they jump off a bridge? Yeah, with like but masks on, but still the police officers' uniforms. Ski masks and wielding <laughs> knives. Yeah, it's fantastic. What is happening in yeah. Paris? Yeah. Why? Why are they masked and why are they using knives? Mm -hmm. It's a really good question, Amber. I, I, I wish don't... I could tell you, except that it's fun to watch. It's very fun to watch, and I don't. From a from a practical safety standpoint, it is much harder to knife an innocent bystander than it is to shoot one. Mm -hmm. But they haven't been too concerned about that leading up to this knife fight because all the other cops are not wearing masks and are using guns indiscriminately. Yes. yes. Uh -huh. Jet Li doesn't have a gun, though. Jet Li has found objects like a scooter. He just yes. punches just the shit out of a bunch of people with scooters. A scooter, yeah. Yep. And then... Owns the guys with knives. Come on. Don't come oh, up with that shit. Yeah. Jumps onto a bridge, runs into a tunnel, winds up in a car tunnel. Just, it's it's like this desperate run through Paris mm -hmm. from boats to bridges to tunnels. To, it's it's great. And he's he's gotten, he's gotten hit. He's gotten knifed in the arm. He's dirty. He's bleeding. He's desperate. He winds up in the tube. Yeah. Like in a, in in the subway tunnel, gets up to like the platform, gets onto the. It's well, like I feel out of breath. Like yeah. I don't think I've ever yes. seen. Like he's I feel I feel exhausted. I right. feel hunted in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. There's a guy. <laughs> there's a guy who um, is in this uh, subway station with him who like <laughs> who picks up his hand to look at his watch, but it really does look for a moment like he's going to to punch Jet Li. Um, but he's just, he's just a regular guy. He's, but <laughs> he almost got murdered by Jet Li because he was checking his time. He almost and Amber, Amber said you could check your watch in hell. Come at Jet Li like that. Picked the wrong time to check the time. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. Jet Li has had a day. Mm-hmm. Everybody around him is trying to kill him pretty much everywhere he goes. Hotels. Boats. Nowhere yep. safe. Nowhere. And also, he lost the tape that he needed to prove his innocence. Yeah, yeah, that was too bad. Megan, why are you even still watching this movie at this point? He's fucked. He's fucked, Amber. He's Jet Li, but he has an entire city of very corrupt cops with knives and guns all coming after him. It's not safe out there. So no. he goes back to his safe house. Megan, mm -hmm. 
what's happening with Bridget Fonda? What happened to her after she... So she threw up in the bathroom. Yeah. Her friend got shot by Checky Cario after having sex with and then murdering Mr. Big. Right. It seems like, based on her conversation with Inspector Richard, that she was supposed to help with that murder. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that... In helping with that murder, she would get her daughter back. Correct. So Jackie Cario has her daughter in an orphanage and holds that over her so that she will do sex work for him. And we get in this really, like like we said about um, him, like bringing it down so low, like his, his yelling goes to like almost sweetness, but it's just like creepy where he essentially tells us her backstory to her while oh he's being goodness. creepy at her. Just little <laughs> seeds. Just She's like, I'm so sorry. I was going to help. But then I felt sick to my stomach and I went in. But I was going to do it, Richard. I, t- I was going to do it. Oh, it, it must have been very scary for you, mustn't it? It it was, but I, I was going to go through with it. And, and you said if I did... You said if I did, I could have my daughter back. Oh, oh, did I say that? Oh, it must have been so scary for a farmer's daughter from North Dakota <laughs> to hear all that shooting and shouting. Mm-hmm. But did, did, did I say I would give you your daughter back? No, you did. You did. You really, you did. What's he, what's he doing over there, Richard? Well, I don't know. What's he doing over there? I don't know. What's he doing? Well, why don't you ask him? What are you doing? Preparing a fix. Well, I think he's preparing a fix. I don't. Why is he doing that? I don't want that. I I quit. I don't do that anymore, Richard. I don't. I don't want that. Oh, oh, you don't want that? I promise, I would never betray you. You honestly think that I would let you go? You dumb whore! You will definitely betray me. No, Richard, I won't. No, Richard, I won't. <laughs> That's the most disturbing part. He's like. He's like up against her face like his face to her face and he's yes. mocking her he's yes. he's mo- yell mocking the words that she's saying it starts it's, out so calm and it's then, yes, so disturbing he's pressed face to face while she's literally screaming not to be forcibly injected with heroin and yep. he just mocks her and forcibly injects her with heroin and puts her back out of the fucking street it's 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 upsetting. While she's on the nod. Like she gets tossed into like dirty street water. She's filthy and another sex worker just is the one to toss her, I believe. She headbutts that woman in the nose and breaks it and it's funny, but then she gets slapped down by Lupo. Yeah, Lupo. The uh, the, uh, the the underpimp. Yes. It's not good. But Megan. Megan. Uh-huh. Megan. She yes, goes remember. to stand in front of a window and I, that, it looks so familiar. Oh, my God. It's the window <gasps> of the shop that Jet Li's in. What? It all comes back around. Who what knew? are the odds? Yeah, so so Bridget Fonda meets Jet Li. They start a little bit of a conversation. Um, and at, at some point, um, Lupo comes in and essentially yells at uh, Bridget Fonda for um, spending her time with Jet Li. At this point, she's like helped him uh, sew his arm up. And he, Lupo hits her. And do you do you have Jet Li's exact words? I, I have. I, I remember them close. I've seen this movie many, many, many yeah, times. Yeah. Like it's. He's already seen her be hit a couple of times. He doesn't right. like it, but he doesn't interfere because he's very good at his job. 
and he like he doesn't want to be seen he, he doesn't want to be seen he, he needs to keep it quiet he let her use the bathroom at one point right after her heroin trip and she fell asleep and he, he has to slap her he's like i'm so sorry for hitting you but it was the only way to wake you up she's like i'm used to it he gets sad after he gets sliced open he sees her again she's back out in front of the window she offers to sew him up yep so that he's bonded with her a little bit but he's also stayed out of the business like he's he's watched some shit happen he knows it's hard he can't he can't get involved but um lupo is just smacking her down in front of him he gives him like 500 francs Mm -hmm. extortionally right because you know her time is valuable and his time is valuable and whatever but he hits her again Mm -hmm. and gently you can see him struggling he's like yes i shouldn't do this i'm so sorry i hate to interfere with your business i but i'd really appreciate it if you didn't do that again (laughs) it's just the the final and here's okay let's bring this back for a moment to the critics that is fantastic that line read is fantastic it's It's so good it's him trying to get his own killer emotions under control and it's it's well done Mm -hmm. and fight the urge he's having that he's almost confused by to defend this woman who has herself said I get hit all the time. This is my right. life. Yeah. And who like his his uncle, you know, his his contact is kind of like, ah, oh, these women, you know, they say they're going to use the bathroom and they shoot up and you, they're just, they're, he's like, he, they're already kind of being dehumanized to him and right. he needs to keep it on the down low. He's already super fucked. He's got to stay super quiet. But ooh. So there's like, ah, oh, God, I shouldn't. But please. But I stop fucking stop. hitting her. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's I, the, the last few, like, don't do that again is... Like, the rest of it, I feel like, is kind of, like, soft comic sans, and then suddenly it's just, like, bold gothic yes, at the end. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. well delivered. And then, Megan. Oh, Amber. There's, uh, he goes to hit her again. Yeah, does does his, does his um, uh, uh, hand reach her face, Amber, ever again? It does not, Megan. He gets jerked back by the collar like a child. Goes like back first into the table where Jet Li was sitting and then just gets slapped by Jet Li. And more guys come in. He takes out the guys. But every time Lupo tries to get up, Jet Li turns around and open hand slaps him again. Yeah, it's, it's, I, that's all I wanted. I, I, I was like, I hope he only slaps him. And my God, he only slaps him. He punches Ah. and kicks everybody else, but he open hand slaps Lupo unconscious. Yes, he does. He absolutely does. It Ah. unfortunately starts a big brawl. Yeah. A very large man comes in Mm -hmm. wearing a big heavy jacket. As he walks in, swaggers in to this shop. He removes the jacket and his shirts. Bare-chested. Mm-hmm. Now, if I looked like this man, I would do precisely that all the time. I would constantly be showing off my torso, and I would always wear clothes such that I could reveal it thusly. Yeah, yeah why it's, wouldn't you? The reveal is important if you've put that much work into your torso. Yeah. He's a big dude. He's like a good, like, foot, foot and a half taller than Jet Li. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like and just, oh, yeah. Yep. Like a 14-pack? I don't know. I don't. It's, I think at least. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. It's Jet Li. Yeah. My favorite part, poss- mm-hmm. I mean, possibly my favorite part of watching this movie with you was the next moment where the the, the upper pimp. Right. The one who, who introduced the women to Mr. Big shows up. 
Yes. While all this hullabaloo is going down, pulls an automatic rifle out of his car, opens fire on the storefront, killing Jetley's not uncle. Very sadly, and just just raising the place like it's just flowers everywhere, stuff that you can't see inside. Chopsticks go flying. Bridget Fonda and Jetley are just hunched on the floor, and then this dum dum walks into the smoke, can't see anything, thinks he's got him, and you just see a fist with two chopsticks sticking out of it. And Megan says, oh, God, he's going to kill him with chopsticks. Oh, God, Amber, this is great. (laughs) Fuck that guy. (laughs) Yep. Does he get killed with chopsticks, Megan? Oh, oh, I immediately. This guy has uh, uh, essentially, yeah, goes, walks into the smoke and then has two chopsticks stuffed into his brain. So he does through the neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right up in there. And you were laughing maniacally the entire time. Yeah. It, it's it's great. Megan, shit's gone to just all to hell. Oh, it's it's all gone to hell. But but it's certainly after this that um uh Jet Lee and Bridget Fonda uh realize their connection and that she was there the night of the murder, and that Jet Lee is like, Oh, then you can save me, you can, you know, clear my name and she says she won't do it unless she um uh, gets her daughter back first because she is sure that Jackie Cario would kill her daughter out of spite. Um and he would. He one hundred percent would because he's fucking just unhinged. Oh, he's the worst. He's the very, 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 very worst. And it's, we get Bridget Fonda's backstory, I think while she's sewing Jet Li up, there's a fun moment where it's like, oh, hey, likable sex worker, give me your backstory. Um, I think it was a, why does, you know, why do you do this kind of work? Mm-hmm. I think it was the very tactfully asked question. And uh, we're, we're told, well, you know, she's from a rural town, which we already knew in North Dakota. She's a farmer's daughter. Thank you, Checky Cario. Um, but she, she had a kid and single moms in rural towns, you know, you know how it goes. And then, you know, she just met a nice French guy and he just talked so good about like books and wine and that accent. And then here I am. I'm like, wait (laughs) a fucking minute. I'm sorry. You, you met a French guy and was it, were you in North Dakota when you met him with your daughter? And then. He, he wooed you, and so d- then you followed him to France where he got you hooked on heroin, took your daughter, and turned you out as a sex worker. You can't yada, yada, yada that shit. <laughs> Takes, yeah, uh-huh. I a don't understand. leap, and yeah, uh-huh. This, oh, you know, story. the typical, like, meet cute, like, mm-hmm. he treated me nicely when everyone in town was mean to me because I had a kid out of wedlock, and then, well, now I'm a whore who was addicted to heroin. What the are you talking about yeah and and i suppose we can kind of put together the the backstory but but gently has no has no context for any of this shit <laughs> like what? that explained nothing no, to him nothing nothing i mean i i guess well what does explain it is i was tricked by a guy who was charming who got me hooked on heroin and took my daughter and now i have to do this because he holds her over my head but Going so far back as North Dakota, and there was yeah. <laughs> such an interesting, like, oh, this is what happens when a man tries to write a female character and also make her a sex worker, but right. with a heart of gold. But with a heart so of gold, ever. Because her character is really, every time she interacts with Jet Li, she's not actually beaten down. She's actually very self-possessed. She's, like, loquacious. She's... 
she, she's just kind of like talk, 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 talking and, and has an opinion and is forceful and won't take no for an answer and like eats his food and takes the shrimp chips. And it's like you, her, her character and her personality have not been beaten down. Every time she's with Richard, she's an abused personality. When she's outside of that, she's suddenly not. It's this weird, they're trying clearly to make her very likable and personable, but also give her this tragic needs to be saved, broken backstory. And it does not work. No, no, they just kind of shoehorn that in and and, and just in random places. And uh, yeah, (laughs) I'm a great mom and a great person. I can sew you up. I grew up on a farm. I'm salt of the earth American. And also, you know, some random psychopath brought me here, got me hooked on heroin and turned me out. Yeah. And I was going to help with a murder. And it was, yeah, but I couldn't do it. Oh, she couldn't go through with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was. I went there knowing I was going to have sex with and then kill a guy. Yeah. I mean these these spots we get into when we have children out of wedlock, Megan. Yeah. yeah. So it's the next thing you know, you're in Paris. <laughs> the next thing you know, you're in Paris. Hanging We're in six inch heels and yeah, sewing up Chinese secret agents. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, it's it's great. It's it's I love it because it's fucking ridiculous and it's so mm-hmm. clunky and awful and it's just so blatantly sexist and stupid and Luke Besson. Mm-hmm. I yeah. would be so surprised if this is Jet Li's piece. Yeah, for sure not. Re- really, all the women are sex workers and this is her backstory. Okay, and then even when Jet Li's asking for help, he's like, "Oh, you can help clear my name. Great, you were there. You know everything that happened. I'm going to take you to my consulate." She's like, "No." You don't understand. If you try to take him out, then another one will replace him and it'll just be another bastard and we'll just hope he's not a bigger bastard than this one. Like, you don't understand. Like, my life is hell. Richard is the devil and he has my daughter. <laughs> it's a line she delivers from a hospital bed, but th- things have... It's it's Her character is terribly written and mm-hmm. I think she does the best job she can with what she's been given. Yes, for sure. But it is some sexist bullshit. It is. It is a lot of sexist bullshit. And the fact, again, that I believe we have two women and a little girl in this movie as our, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And And then the other, the other sex workers who line the street. Yes. Yep. Yep. True. So, yeah. Yeah. She does have a surprising moment, too, when... The plan becomes. Yeah, this plan, Amber, this plan is a. Uh... She goes back to Richard. Mm-hmm. Tells him this story about Jetly taking her hostage and falling asleep at a Chinese restaurant. She's like, I can show you where it is. And he's being so nice. He's being so calm, Amber. So calm and nice. It's at his creepiest. Oh, that must have been very scary for you. Oh, and he takes out a little box. And it looks just like the box that the heroine was in. She's scared. She's like, I don't want that. I don't want that. But it, it's just a cotton ball. It's oh, she, he's gonna help clean her face. Yeah, she's with she a got dry injured. cotton ball. That, that's not really helpful. No. Yeah. He also at some point is spitting his tortoise. Yes, he is. He has a tortoise. It's on its side, and he's spinning it. Yep. Well, he's on the phone. Mm-hmm. Even supervillains pet their cats, but like he just, yeah, spins a tortoise that lives in his fucking desk drawer. Yeah, one of the more disturbing things he does. Apparently the plan here was 
I I think I I thought the first time when I was watching this like Jet Li's going to come and save her or he's going to come in and help her with something but no the plan was for her to face down this psychopath. Yep. Hope he leaves her alone there while going to the Chinese restaurant where Jet Li is not. Yep. So that Bridget Fonda can rummage through his desk, find the tape which he for some reason hasn't destroyed. Yeah. And How give is it that possible. Yeah. to Jet Li. Yep. Yeah, that seems like a, that, that, nope, yep, but that's the plan. Very brave of her. Very brave of her. She keeps her cool. Because I don't get, understand why he hasn't killed her yet. No, it, it, it would seem that, I mean, I guess maybe if Jet Li's not there, then he can come back and, you know, make her tell him something else. I guess, but I, I guess. mean, like, up until this point, why hasn't he killed her? She's, she's, oh, yeah. she's told us herself that some of the women do like 25 a day and she's lucky if she does five in a week it's not like she's his best earner no one would presume he just enjoys torturing her specifically with life he thinks that letting her be alive is the meanest thing he can do yeah it does seem it has that flavor to it for sure dark yeah very much so well he then um he then uh (laughs) um Richard uh, handcuffs um, Bridget Fonda to the the radiator, um, at which point um, Bridget Fonda offers uh, to um, <laughs> offers favors to the guy watching her um, if she get if he gets her a sandwich, mm-hmm. and and uh, he's like okay let's do this and starts unbuckling his belt and she's like I'm not an idiot sandwich first sandwich first. Always sandwich first. Always sandwich first. Come on. Mm-hmm. And then Jet Li tries to pull some pants off first after she brings the tape out. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, all right, let's take this to my consulate, and then I'll get your daughter. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sandwich first. We get my daughter. We get my daughter first. She's not at the orphanage anymore, though. No, no. Jackie Cario has gone ahead and grabbed her. Yeah. Because he's a monster. He is. That's where Bridget Fonda gets shot, and she winds up in the hospital, and she's all sad, and gently let her down, and he's not feeling good about himself either. He gives the tape to his consulate anyway, so it's not even like he can bargain with Checky Cario for the tape. So you're wondering right. why he calls him at this scene yeah. here, where he calls Checky Cario. Checky Cario's like, well, I'm looking at her daughter right now. She's too young to put out on a street. Or is she? Oh, yeah. That's... Oh. That's... That's upsetting. Oh, boy. Jet Li's like, well, I already gave the tape away. Can't bargain with you for that. But hey, can you come to the window for a second? Jackie Cario comes to the window. He does for some reason. You see Jet Li on the street, look up, find the window, and then say, now I know where you are. I'm coming. And he throws away the phone and starts walking towards the police station. It's, it's a power move for sure. And then the entire police station knows he's coming. He announces his presence, Mm -hmm. calls his shot on Richard's window, and then just walks up to the police station. And this is the best scene in the movie. Yeah, fights through like the lobby of the the police station. Fights. uh, Yeah, then he goes to this room. What what happens in the in the best scene of the movie, Amber? Well, I mean the the entire end scene. Like this this police station. Siege by a single man is amazing. Yes. 
But yeah, as he runs off into a side room, he finds himself in... I don't know if you know this, but every police station has a dojo in yes, which people do, train obviously. in martial arts. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so, so unlucky that, of course, that door would lead to the dojo and that, oh, man, it would be the black belt class. Yes. So there's like, I don't know, two dozen black belted, baton wielding French police officers yep. in that room. Who immediately know it's time to to take down gently for reasons. I mean they don't know him so they should probably beat him to death yeah most likely and the instructor the instructor himself tells them fight yes oh gently takes them all out it's amazing there's the final shot is him with the batons taking like being beaten at by three separate guys with batons is like click 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 it's amazing it's so fast yeah, it's so good it's, yeah it it this this is one of the better maybe the best done scene in the entire movie because like the 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 folks don't just come at gently one by one they come at him three at a time they you know he he you know handles a whole bunch of people coming at him at a time and it it feels of, believable it's so yeah. smooth and it's i mean he's he's just that fast it truly mm-hmm. seems yeah ah oh, it's so good yeah works his way up the station fisticuffs fisticuffs at one point like a security door he's like got to the top floor and he hits the button for the security door but it's moving too slowly so he just kicks it so it swings down <laughs> he's not fucking around not he's even not. with a building yeah yeah his 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 second to final uh battle amber is the twins the twins. the twins in the cubicles it's the, the cubicle, cubicle battle yeah uh-huh. <laughs> which this is one of the the few shots that were actually done with wires and the reason that some of it was done with wires was because um the the actors were doing things too quickly and they had to slow them down so that the camera could catch what they were doing yes i mean gently at speed is very very fast and so there were there were actually multiple scenes in the movie where they had to slow the fights down because the camera couldn't catch the action this scene in particular with surreal rafai he's also very very fast and very very talented and so they they very specifically had to be like we can't follow the action you guys need to move slower and then the one scene with the wire essentially he's very kicky and gently at one point grabs his one of his kicky legs and flips him up into the air Mm -hmm. surreal then spins around three quarters to come back at him with both legs and kick him in the chest. Yep. Now he can do this. Yes, he can do this thing. Without a wire. Mm-hmm. But the camera couldn't capture it. Yeah, it's... Wow. So they had to put him in a wire to slow it down enough so we could see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's very good. It's a good, it's a good scene that mm-hmm. ends in both of their deaths. Right. Again, Jet Li is mad. Mm-hmm. Final showdown, Megan. Yes. Checky Cario. Yeah. Gun to the little girl's head. Yeah. Jet Li, tired, definitely still standing, no weapon. Mm-hmm. Or does he have a weapon, Amber? He still has his acupuncture needles. Yes, he does. Checky Cario swings the gun around to shoot him. Jet Li ducks, takes it in the shoulder, pulls out one of his needles with his mouth. With his mouth, yes. Ducks behind Checky Cario, inserts it into the base of his head. At the exact right spot that is called the Kiss of the Dragon, Amber. That's the name of the movie! Hey! Wow! It's a very forbidden spot, Megan. Yeah, it is. 
because, well, Amber, the thing about this is that um, this needle makes it so that all the blood in your body goes to your head, but it just can't come back down again. And so, um, so the, well, actually, the first thing it does is paralyze you because he can't move. Of course. It. Yeah, Tricky 100% paralyzes you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. No. Um, and then uh, <laughs> Chitley describes exactly what's going to happen, which is all the blood's going to be in his head. It can't leave. He's going to start bleeding through the nose, the mouth, the eyes, the ears. And uh, he does it. It's so... It's so like explaining science to somebody in a way yeah. that like, you, we're both intrigued by this, right? I mm-hmm. put a needle in a, you know, so all the blood, it goes up to your head, but doesn't come back down. So it's going to come out your ears and nose and even your eyes is <laughs> kind of what he, how he says yeah. it. And then mm. you'll die very painfully. Very painfully. Yep. <laughs> and he does. Ooh, it's, it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. It's sort of seizing and frothing and bleeding and oh i think by this time jitley's also sent the little girl out of the room he's like oh yeah you go ahead and go away now because this is well he pleasant then he he only stays long enough to explain it walks out and jackie cario has his death scene alone yeah by himself yeah it's a happy ending Brigifana wakes up. She's got her daughter. She's got Jet Li. They're all happy. And Jet Li kind of looks off into the distance. And his face kind of does this, like, he's satisfied and happy. And then it sort of goes back to neutral. Right. Which I feel like is super realistic because yeah. what the fuck now? Right. Because they did this stuff, but... Huh. Huh. What now? What now? Because... Yeah. I mean, I guess his name is cleared, but... It's got to be a lot of paperwork involved in this, so though, much, So many bodies dropped, and he's he's probably not as decorated as he used to be, and he, he kind of cares about these two people, and he can't do his job and care about people. It's just, it's, it is interesting how long the camera lingers on his face, and that it, it does, like, do this kind of contemplative transformation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Amber, um, what would you rate this movie on the rock scale? Regrettable, outstanding, crazebills, or K? This is an outstanding for me. I know it's not actually in an outstanding movie, but it just, I love it. I love it so much. And the bad things it does just aren't bad enough for me to throw out the parts that I love. Like, it's it's great, especially for an American movie, especially in the early 2000s. Great action scenes, decent choreography. Jet Li's amazing. They found some great stunt players and surreal Raphael to, to you know. Yeah come against him. I loved the affectation of the acupuncture needles mixed in with the martial arts. I loved the secret agent swagger of Jet Li's character. Um, and yeah, I Chucky Carey was over the top, but <laughs> in a delightful way. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you think that um, Jet Li's expression on his face at the end of the movie is him contemplating how he's going to find this customs agent and put an end to him too. You're bumming me out right now with your nonsense. Hmm. I also found this one um, outstanding. <laughs> outstanding with like regrettable moments for yes. sure. Yeah. Yep. That's actually exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. And it's just, it's too bad. It's. Yep. Cause it's not, I mean, there are, there's definitely the plot is craze balls. Mm-hmm. For sure. And some of the, and like the action, the, the entire conceit of the movie is craze balls, but I really like it, so it kind of pushes into outstanding category, but it, it has some definite missteps that are definitely regrettable. Right. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much all surrounding women and how they're treated. Pretty much, yes. 
Megan. Amber. Do you have an Abby story? I do. Um, I uh, saw Abby and Maddie kind of just briefly at one point, and um, we were essentially having to take like just this little walk along um, uh, kind of <laughs> parking lot grass um, between kind of a busier road and a parking lot. And so, um, but it was very cute because Abby was holding Maddie's hand the entire time. And she would sometimes her hand would get it was really hot that day. Her hand would get a little like sweaty. And so she would switch hands to Maddie's other hand um, and then switch back. And it was just it was just adorable because she was Maddie, uh, Abby was keeping her sister safe from um, going into the street or into the parking lot. Aww. And it was adorable. And also managing sweaty hand. And also managing sweaty hand, uh-huh. Well done. Yeah. I saw a baby playing on some train tracks today. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you see Where? What? Uh, maybe... You, you, you made me think of that just now with your wow. adorable Abby and Maddie story. Yeah, oh no. That was mom's response. Uh-huh. I just laughed. I assume There's, there were some adults people near the There baby? was. There was okay, an adult. Right. There was an adult. There was, there was some train tracks in town. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we, we take the, the back way into the store, which goes by the little train station. It's not like they're busy train tracks, but they are. Sure. Train they tracks. They are working train tracks. Yeah. And... There was just a baby playing in them. Why would you? I don't understand. It was really funny to me. Wow. Because there was an adult, and so it's not like they were unsupervised. A train was not coming, nor was one going to anytime soon. And if it was, the adult would have known. You're also not, like, the baby's so young that it's not like you're habituating them to the safety and fun of train tracks so it's it's but doesn't it there's just some there's a visceral response to seeing a child under the age of two playing on train tracks yeah that seems very bad was quite literally sitting on the train tracks and sort of like patting one of the rails yeah okay Mm -hmm. it's hilarious oh uh-huh. Amber, do you have a recommendation? I do. I'm going to do two because I think I've recommended them both before, but I can't remember because we didn't update the database and they're pertinent right now. So I guess I'll just double down. So one, Saving Grace. Lovely oh, movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the show is also great and I, I don't know if I've recommended that either. I will eventually if I haven't. But the movie, Saving Grace, starring uh, Brenda Blethen and Chucky Cario, uh, and also um, Craig Ferguson. Mm-hmm. The adorable British widow grows weed to pay off her deadbeat husband's deaths or debts. Mm-hmm. Hilarity ensues. Excellent. Shaggy Cario plays. I mean, he's got some menace, but also un- it's like an unexpected twist at the end. It's it's hilarious. Excellent. Uh, it's a sweet, funny, delightful movie. I've watched it with mom. Have we watched it together? We have not. We need to watch this together. And then I guess District B thirteen, which I'm pretty uh, sure yes. I'm. Don't know if I've mentioned Saving Grace. Pretty sure I've mentioned B13 because I remember we watched it and I may have talked about it then. Still worth mentioning. Because, uh, you know, Surreal Rafai is is in that. He's one yes. of the co-stars and he does his jumpy, kicky flippies and his yeah. parkour. Parkour, indeed. It's a good showcase for his abilities. Yeah. Megan, do you have a recommendation? I do. Um, I'm going to recommend Don't Starve. 
Um, I thought you were going to recommend don't putting your babies on the train tracks for a second I, there. But yes, yeah, I also recommend that. That I'll, I'll also do a two-part recommendation. Amber, a don't put your children on the train tracks. It's very funny though. Uh, and B, uh, the video game that named it Don't Starve, um, which is like a, um, it's very like a very stylized, um, kind of like got a like a. Oh gosh, what's his name? Tim Burton y nineteen 1800s feel to it. Um and, and you're kind of put alone in this wilderness and you have to like you know, make an find a rock and and some reeds to make an axe so you can chop down a tree so you can wood so you can build a fire so you can um cook some stuff over the fire so you can eat and so that you can build a tent and yeah anyway so it's it's kind of like a a, a survival game um where you, they don't give you much instructions which is kind of interesting um you just kind of have to figure out what makes what and how to how to survive and uh yeah, it's it's a it's a fun game. That sounds like fun. It's like mm-hmm. Fallout meets Little Alchemy. Yes, yeah. Can I set things on fire? Uh, yes. In fact, there are different characters you kind of can earn, and um, one of them uh, automatically sets fires when she gets nervous. Why on earth am I not playing this right now? I don't. I don't really know. She automatically sets fires when she gets nervous. Yes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And familiar. And some, sometimes you need to set fires so that you can make charcoal, so you can make a cooker or something. Uh, but apparently she does it just when she's nervous, which could be bad if you're trying to, like, cultivate things or, you know, etc. Well, Megan, this is a very long one. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we, mm-hmm. should, we should probably just end it right here. Megan, this has been delightful. Have a good weekend this year. And I look forward to our next movie. Thank you. And as I always say, no, so Rock we don't is a great time. master of life, Amber. Rock is a great master of life? Yeah, I, I, uh, I had to look that up right quick because I forgot to do it. And, what uh, does that mean? What? Rocks aren't alive. It's a great master of life, Amber. But rocks aren't alive. Rocks are rocks are minerals. They're they're mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so they're mm-hmm. not they're not they're not a they're not part of life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are they suggesting that because you can take a rock to bash someone's face in, that's how you master life through death? Or they, am I mastering life with murder? I wonder if they mean the music. Do you think they mean the music? I certainly hope not, because rock is not a master of life. Rock is, it's such a generic term for something. Mm-hmm. Anything can be rock. And there's a lot of shitty rock that I would in no way say, oh, this is the master of life. Oh, this is the perfect poetry. Oh, this really moves my soul and speaks to my, fuck that shit. And I'm pretty sure anyone who would say that is not thinking of the right music in the first place. Mm. Don't you hmm me like you've just dropped some grave wisdom on me. This is nonsense every time. <laughs> Always. Bye, Amber. Bye, Megan.